Welcome to All Things Funny Chat with me, Naomi Gale, and today we're going to discuss all things holding pattern in our pelvis, what that looks like, what that might feel like, and anything that might be showing up as a result of this holding pattern. I hope that you are able to navigate your January. It is the 25th of January today when I'm recording this, so we are almost out of this first month, although that feels like a wild um, scenario because (laughs) it feels like it's gone really quickly. Um, And I was thinking about today's episode on all things holding pattern because coming up super soon, I plan to launch and share a new offering on all things holding pattern in the pelvis through vagina readings. I am in the midst of mitts, mit, middle, mitts. Is it mist? Mist. <laughs> what is it? Um, I'm in the middle of organizing um what that looks like and what those spaces will be like. Um, but anyone that's obsessed with getting their readings done, tarot readings done, imagine a tarot reading on another level. (laughs) So let's dive into uh, holding patterns. So the work that I do predominantly um, is looking at the holding pattern of the pelvis and the holding pattern of the vagina. It fascinates me. So recently I had the metamorphosis well, not the metamorphosis workshop, I lie. Recently, the most recent one I was thinking about was the um, new year workshop. And I left that new year workshop on such, um, such an excited, high vibe energy, because the people that came really were navigating the holding patterns in their pelvis. And I felt like um, it just felt right to be discussing that at a time when we're looking at what our whole year ahead kind of might feel like how could we move through what it is that we're holding on at the moment in the next 12 months over the next 12 months so learning what your body is holding and what is ready to be moved through is in my opinion the key it's the whole point of my business and my work And it's why I call myself a vaginologist because I love studying the vagina and studying the holding pattern in the vagina. So everybody's vagina has a holding pattern, okay? So imagine your vagina is a clock um, and the clock would be from the 12 to the six for the one side and then the six to the 12 for the other side. And your vagina will hold on to um, different memories, different experiences um, on one side than the other side because one side of the body is the feminine side and one side of the body is the masculine side and the masculine and the feminine hold um, onto experiences differently and if you're like well this sounds wild Naomi I get it but until you experience it for yourself only then can you um, really tune into what I'm actually referring to And every single person that's come to the workshops that I run, and there is another one coming up in March, actually the beginning of March, and there's already been a sign up, so it's on its way. Um, They experience this for themselves. It's only experience really truly, I would say, when you are at a point where you're able to drop into the body 
to be able to listen to the body's wisdom. So there's no way that anybody could just, you know, be, you know, doing their busy day and then expecting to drop in and like, oh, now I can understand what my vagina is holding on to. There's prep, there's deepening, there's honoring the space that you're in, there's prep for visualizations and tuning into the body before you then go in and explore what the right and the left side are holding. But the right side, the masculine side, and the left side, the feminine side, it's the energies of the body. So it's not like we're referring to um, anything that the patriarchal system promotes and perpetuates. It's around the energy. So let's just talk about the holding and what that might feel like. So it may be that it's tighter, more painful. It may be that there's numbness. It may be that it's more expansive. It may be that there's a tightening that so it feels less expansive. But there may be grit, like it kind of feels gritty. And we're working with the fascia. So it's a really light touch when we work with the vagina in this way. But as we're working with it, we're leaning on what's coming up through the body so it's the wisdom from the body and what that means is our system works by experiencing the wisdom from the body to the mind not mind to body so the vagal nerve for example the signals account for 80 to 90 percent from the body to the mind And then it's like 10% down from the mind to the body. So when we're receiving um, and we're working with our nervous system and we're regulating our nervous system, we're regulating from the body up. It's 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 important that we understand that the body is what is holding on to our current challenges. And the more work, that's done on this, the more that people are aware of this. Many people, I would say, are still very much in their heads and will remain in their heads. And as long as you remain in your head, then you will remain stuck and where you are. This is why counseling has an incredible place, but counseling can only go so far when you remain stuck in your head. I recently um, have been through um, a few months of counseling. At the moment, I've paused that to Uh, work somatically with my body again and so I switch between counseling being very much in my head to experiencing in my body and the reason for that is because sometimes I feel there is a place for us needing just to like talk and talk and talk and get everything out and try to like understand and interpret it there's a time and a place for that but then there's a time and a place when we need to somatically be navigating what's coming up because it's the body's wisdom that is the key which is why working with the vagina is the key because unless you're understanding what's going on in your vagina then you're not understanding what's going on at the root of the of the overall system and the vagus nerve is connected to the pelvis so it's connected the main nerve that we work with and regulate and the vagal nerve literally connects to the clitoris and the clitoris houses now we know 15,000 nerve endings not 10,000 nerve endings a minimum 15,000 nerve endings so when we think about how much work needs to go into the body and regulating the body every single day it makes so much sense when pleasure and joy and happiness gets parked and 
everything else gets prioritized ahead of that because it's the first thing that's going to go and it's also the one thing that we have to be working with every single day in order to understand what pleasure and joy actually feel like for us every single day but that's a secondary chat but I'm trying to explain that when we work with the holding pattern in the vagina we're working with the holding pattern in my opinion, of the pelvis overall and the body overall because it is the root of everything. And what I see predominantly with people in in my space is that the woundings stem from the mother wound, also the father wound, the mother wound predominantly. So when I have a client in my space, we'll often eventually get to the point of talking about where um, their relationship is now with their mother that was um that is was present in their life and so the holding pattern that we see can stem from the lineage first and foremost so it's important that we're aware of that then it's is a result of the mothering that we received because the whole pelvis is set up to receive receive pleasure receive life overall um and so what was the mothering like then what woundings traumas challenges occurred after that and in society we we don't prioritize pleasure because imagine if we were all embodied um feeling sexual sensual pleasure every single day imagine what work output there would be for us imagine what our lives would be like imagine what our homes would look like and feel like to us if we were really aware of the pleasure of um little things in our life and so society will will make it hard for us to you know be in that pleasure and therefore we have to work on finding what it is that's holding us and blocking us from experiencing pleasure overall. And for some people that manifests as literally they're unable to experience orgasm. And for some people, there's just a perpetual like feeling of like just feeling a little bit crappy Um, to other extremes. There's obviously feeling depressed, feeling anxious regularly or, um, you know, suicidal, suicidal ideation. And so, and some of us, have this pendulum swing of 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 all of of all of those and what we want to be able to do is understand what's going on in the pelvis and then what that stem why and where that stems from so could it be yours or could it be yours and stemming from the lineage so for example if your mum or great grandma or grandma had an abortion or a miscarriage or a baby loss that's something that can come through um if they uh struggled with painful periods that can come through endometriosis um pcos anything like that anything physical um then or if there was any um if there was any assault if there was any rape anything like that that would have been hold being held in a mother's great grandmother's grandmother's I don't know why I'm mixing that up in the order um in their 
own holding and they've not moved that through, then it's like that will carry on to you. Then what does your relationship look like with your mother? So if there were, if there's been like enmeshment in, in your relationship, um, if there's been a lot of, um, you need to be there for me, so guilt uh, kind of vibes of parenting, uh, if you leave me, if you try and have like a more successful life than me, if you feel like you're going to be um, leaving me across the world, if you're going to be uh, getting married or whatever it is, and they feel this sense of loss and they make the, they place that guilt on you. Um, those kind of things can come up with the mother wound and the holding pattern in the pelvis. If your mother was like, well, period pains were part of my life and that's just part of your life that can then um, perpetuate that problem. We've used perpetuate plenty of times in this recording. Um, and then the other things that can come through are um, if there was a lack of mothering, so there was no um, real holding and physical touch, then that can also leave us with uh, in a challenge of what physical touch actually feels like. If you grew up in the church, and then there might be guilt for ever touching yourself in that way. Uh, I say in that way, I, I'm referring to pleasure, I'm referring to self-pleasure, I'm referring to some people like to use the term masturbation. That may have been shamed in your household or your mum may have been shamed in some way for getting pregnant out of wedlock, for example. That's something I've definitely seen in my space. Then all of those things, um, those kind of um narratives can then play out in our own lives and be a holding pattern um so um even though this is uh, the mother's challenges they are then being placed on on you um, and then we have our own challenges that we've been through so it may be that we've been through rape it may be that we've been through um a really um challenging relationship where they felt like there wasn't a safe space to explore who we were where sex might have been weaponized for example that can come up um where it's like um, the only time that you uh, engaged in sex was out of manipulation or out of um uh, emotional manipulation so those kind of experiences will definitely be a holding uh, being held in the pelvis then it could have been a relationship where there was infidelity on either part, where you've had sex with um, somebody that you intuitively knew you shouldn't have had sex with, um, or you afterwards regret having sex with. Um, then it could be uh, an inability to understand what pleasure actually feels like through self-pleasure. Um overuse of vibrators that can come up um, sometimes. So giving some examples here, if anything resonates or anything along those lines, then they can create holding patterns in the pelvis. And those holding patterns then can look like an inability to climax, to reach orgasm, to, um, to uh, feel that level of pleasure. Uh, then there would be self um, feeling like a lack of self-worth to be able to receive fully in life from others, from relationships, um, not just sexual relationships, but from friendships as well. 
there may be a lot of pain, there may be numbness, there may be the inability to hold in a wee, so holding a pee, that can come up, um, or holding a poo, like that's quite often um, something that comes up but not talked about. Um, and you don't have to have be, you don't have to be at a certain age, and you certainly don't have to be uh, have children to be unable to hold in a pee. That can happen like way back at in our 20s early days um even earlier so that can that can show up trying to think if anything else off my head so there could be um where when you touch certain areas there's pain but not on different areas or where a vibrator will mean that you can experience pleasure but nothing else or where you feel like nobody can come near um, your your vulva at all, where there's just this general dislike for your vulva, um, like what it physically looks like, that means that you then become very protective over ever being in a sexual scenario with lights on, for example. And so that can then become a holding within the vagina because it's like this this pain that's that's um as a result of um almost anxiety or worry or fear of being able to show the vulva show your vulva in a partnership there's almost an embarrassment and then that causes the the vagina to to you know work with you in that way you know where there's shame and so predominantly what we're talking about here is a holding pattern of shame right shame is what sells shit in society and so what we want to be able to do is move through that holding pattern and the way that i know and have seen that this holding pattern can be moved through the best and the easiest way is to see what's coming up within the root through touch through somatic held fascia touch being able to work with the fascia to adjust the holding pattern in the vagina and to tune in with what might come up first then when you're aware of what might come up what then comes up and then how you can move with that afterwards and it's so dependent on from person to person that within a podcast episode there's no way that we can touch on that but if you're aware and you're sitting here or you're standing and walking and you're thinking gosh I do have something similar to what I've described then you can definitely find ways to start to move through what's being held there first and foremost standing in an upright position so that all of the the body is in line and practicing your tadasana um in yogic terms your um, standing up pose um practicing tadasana is a really key way of allowing yourself to line up everything that needs to line up so that when you breathe in the breath goes down and into the pelvis often we find that we breathe higher 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 breath isn't going down but also if we're hunched over then the breath has no way of moving down into the body and re-allowing the the oxygen to go to all the places that it needs to go to including the pelvis so we need to be aware of how we're standing that's really important and so you can go on youtube and look up to dasana and how to stand and then another way would be to start to visualize with your pelvis you can go on insight timer and search me they've got ways uh visualizations on there but um there's also will be loads of visualizations around like wound work and just tuning into the pelvis in this way 
Also, um, my Substack has a monthly mothering uh, space, so a monthly mothering post with a visualization in the podcast. So you'd be able to go on that, be a part of that, and be able to mother yourself in this deeper way and really start to tune in with the power of this. And that can be really important, just literally the visualization part of it. So really coming into connection because we basically disengage from that area, which creates more numbness and, and more pain. So we want to come back into relationship. Um, and my Substack is called An Invitation. So you can search me on there. And then the other way is to begin to be with Mother Nature. The mother wound, first and foremost, when we start to like clear that and move with that and create new dynamics with that, then allows us to lean into the great mother and how she teaches and guides us. So being out in nature, connecting in visually, the womb and the pelvis and the vagina and the vulva and the labia in this way being out in mother nature and plugging yourself into her also really important and then of course coming to one of my spaces to learn more about the holding pattern in the vagina um, and learn how to massage your vagina because that tool is the tool that's going to carry you through uh, every month and anytime you feel like oh I'm coming back into the point of like needing to or weeing but not being able to hold it then it's about coming back into um, touch with the vagina anytime there's pain coming back into touch with the vagina and that is for me uh, the key to working through the holding pattern um, but being aware that it exists wonderful <laughs> Being aware that you can work with it and that there is hope, brilliant. And being aware that you have my safe space to come to if you feel that I'm, whenever you feel ready, takes a point when you're like, feel ready to do that, amazing. And I have several ways that you can do that with me, of course. So you have to keep listening to me, reading a sub stack, reading my sub stack and having that gentle mothering every month now. My metamorphosis workshop is coming back. Uh, in uh, March the first week of March uh, my book is on pre-order and I'm about to launch the Kickstarter in February so you can buy the book um, in your vaginalize the key to your happiness and it literally is five steps to this point um, and then you also have the ability to come and work with me on a one-to-one and soon I'm going to be launching um, my one-to-one vagina readings so I'm sending so much love here for any questions you can always email me at hello at this is you can find me on substack under an invitation or by searching Naomi Gale you can please like subscribe give me some stars um, for the podcast and you can also find me on social media on Instagram and TikTok where I sporadically show up now I don't um, share often on there now because predominantly I'm on the Substack where I'm not censored and I'm on here where I'm not censored sending so much love